Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Weekly MTG. Uh, my co-host Steve was just reminding me that every episode every is episode is special. On every Weekly episode MTG. is special, but this one's like special, special. Yeah, I'd say it's double special. Double special because yeah. we have two guests on this week. We didn't even rehearse that. <laughs> that that <laughs> and, that's a neat trick. And they are uh, the players who had the best year this past year on the Pro Tour. Yeah, our Player of the Year candidates coming to you with a Player of the Year playoff next year. We have Seth Manfield and Luis Salvato standing by live on satellite. Yeah, live by satellite, <laughs> as we as we do on the show occasionally. Yeah, so we're just going to spend the whole show talking to them, talking about the upcoming year Player of the Year playoff. So that is happening a week from today, mm -hmm. next Thursday. Uh, it starts at noon local time in Atlanta. That's Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Uh, and they're going to be playing uh, up to... Seven matches. Right, it's a best of seven match in yep. a special uh, special standard format that we've created for this playoff. What is that special standard format? Uh, well, Blake, from what I understand about this special standard format, uh, both players will be bringing four standard decks mm -hmm. that may overlap by no, uh, no more than eight cards other than lands. Yep. And uh, it will be, uh, one player will be playing a deck until they lose with that deck and they'll have to switch decks. Yep. So it'll be whoever gets to uh, four wins first, yep. uh, maximum of seven games played, should be pretty interesting. There will be a free mulligan in there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a little weird, a little bit wacky. And we've got both players who are going to be playing in that event. This is only the second player of the year playoff in ever history of in the Magic, history of yeah. Magic. So let's bring on Seth and Luis. Welcome, Seth and Luis. Hi, welcome. Yeah, how are you guys doing today? Fine. Yeah. Feeling good. <laughs> good. It's weird. Who talks first? But we are fine, I guess. Everyone can talk all the time. Okay. Um, but 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 let's start with Seth. Um, <laughs> uh, so player of the year playoff coming up. Seth, um, you've won a world championship. You won a pro tour. You won a, you've won several grand prix. It's quite a resume. Well, it was quite the resume. He got voted into the Hall of Fame this year. So where on, on that list of accomplishments would a Player of the Year title rank for you? Well, if I win, it matters way more to me than if I lose. No, <laughs> oh, good. Trash-talking has started already. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's... It's it's right up there. Like it's, I mean, you could say it's the like it's something that is missing on my resume, right? Like mm -hmm. one, the one title, it's very um, tough. I've been there before. There was a year where I was in a position to be player of the year. I was feeling actually pretty confident about it, and then Owen Turdenwald, the one person that could catch me, caught me. So, you know, I know that these races can have crazy conclusions to them. Mm -hmm. This is going to be one of them. It's exciting. I'm. I'm happy to be playing against Luis, great guy, and it's a special format, too. So I don't really know what to fully expect until we're actually sitting there in the feature match area the Thursday before the Pro Tour, getting ready to shuffle up and, and play. But as far as accomplishments, I don't, I don't like to measure things because I don't know what the feeling will be like until mm -hmm. I actually win. I know it's something that I really want. How if, is it more important than this or that? That's, that's a really tough question. I, I can't really answer that. Now, since you brought it up, um, like you said, you, you finished second to Owen Turtenwald a couple years ago, and he had to have quite the amazing run in the last Pro Tour of the season to get there. Does this feel similar? What, what's different this time around? This was also a really weird, like, conclusion, <laughs> like tying someone with one event left. 
where I thought I was, I, I thought I was clearly thought I was the favorite, but Luis playing this deck that he knows really well in modern, <laughs> going to the Grand Prix, I maybe I foolishly skipped it because it was in a different country and it would have been kind of a pain to go to. But um, you know, it, there was a lot of different moments with along the way where I was, I was competing. You know, Reed Reed Duke was also in the mix as well, and mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to 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 know that other people care about this title as much as you do. Um, so it makes if you are able to win kind of that much more special. And I thought at the start of the the season. When I won the Pro Tour, I was in a great position because I started off with 30 Pro Points or whatever it is to win a Pro Tour. And that's just, you need a ton of Pro Points from a Pro Tour in order to kind of have a ch- have a shot at this type of thing. And then kind of had a lull until right up until the end where I kind of surged on towards the end of last season. So yeah, definitely a mix of emotions, not something I really had in the forefront of my mind, though, until kind of the last month or two when I realized that it was going to be really close at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's talk, speaking of winning a Pro Tour, Luis, you also won a Pro Tour. You won a Pro Tour with a deck that you know very, very well, uh, a little deck called Blue-White Lantern Control. And uh, I, want, I want you to know that Blake wrote this next question because I think that's awesome. Uh, Blake's question is, why, why do you hate fun? Why do you hate fun <laughs> playing, playing Blue White Lantern no, Control? I don't hate fun. See, uh, see, I told, the, I told you. Yeah, yeah. I love the deck. I too, love but. to have fun. But the thing is, playing Lantern is really fun. But not playing against Lantern sometimes. Yep. But playing Lantern is really, really, really fun. And it's really skill intensive, the deck. So you have a, a bunch of enemies because you have the, the opponent hand, the library, the time. The clock is a real enemy, so it's really an enjoy, enjoyable deck mm-hmm. to play it. But you've switched to uh, blue-white control. That was actually how uh, you caught up in the player of the year race. Yeah, because uh, after probably after uh, Ironworks' uh, success in the hand of Madness and other people, mm-hmm. the people started to have a lot of uh, hate against artifacts, and Lantern couldn't support that, so... And blue-white also with Jace and Teferi become stronger, and mm-hmm. I like that kind of strategies. And I had a lot of success with, with the deck in the Grand Prix and also in the in the Pro Tour mm-hmm. anniversary. So what was it like? Uh, we, we heard from Seth hearing from his, his perspective what it was like coming down to the wire for this Player of the Year race. What was it like for you uh, knowing that once you got to, to that level in the tournament that you were going to be able to tie for Player of the Year? Well, the thing was, the things were super crazy for me because at one point after the Pro Tour uh, 25, I expect two months in my home, to relaxing and preparing for walls. But then I realized uh, that the Player of the Year race, it wasn't over at that point. And I had like several chances to, to get more points because I didn't play too many GPs in the whole year. Um, so I took the decision of make a huge travel around the world to catch up. And it was like, at the beginning, it was super stressful because I planify a, a 50 days travel, uh, two days before the, the travel. So a lot of airports, Airbnbs, hotels, partners, also cars to, to find. So the, the first weeks of the travel, uh, I wasn't to relax. 
just imagine uh, I made the whole trip was uh, <laughs> Orlando, Los Angeles, Prague, mm -hmm. then Richmond, Detroit, Stockholm, and then Las Vegas. Wow, Each wow. weekend in a different place. So it was like super stressful. The people in home says, oh, you are traveling a lot. Well, it's nice being, no, no, it wasn't nice this time because <laughs> too many travels, but at the end it, it worth it. So it's, it was insane. Also in the last tournament, it was really good. Mm -hmm. Now, Seth, you, you chose not to do, not to travel to Stockholm that weekend. Uh, what was, did you watch the tournament at home? You know, I did. I did watch it, of course. Um, it, 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 this happened to be the weekend before the World Championships, where I was going to be going to Vegas in like a day or two. So, I, and it, you know, it just—it was one of those things where I was ahead in the race, so I knew that mathematically, how likely was it for Luis to pull off in the top eight? I don't, I don't know. Like, like for me, I would have needed. In order to get points, mm -hmm. I would have needed to top eight. And right. I felt like, you know, I my advantage playing modern wasn't... I, I don't know that I was as confident as maybe Luis was in that situation. And I just rolled the dice, maybe maybe somewhat foolishly. But I was, I was sitting there watching, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> and... I, and I didn't, I didn't even realize what the official policy was for if we tied. Like, how does that even work? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the playoff? And I know that everyone was wondering the same thing. Like, is it a playoff or is there some other method? And and then I was just, like, watching his, his, <laughs> his, uh, his top eight match from, from the, on the Twitch stream. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it, it ended up it kind of, I think, a lot of people – from what I saw on social media, whether they were friends, like whether they supported Luis or I, they wanted this yes. playoff. Yeah. Like the playoff is just a win-win for everyone. I believe that. Yeah, go ahead. Like the universe conspired to this because a lot of people wish me, okay, I really want to you be become player of the year, but after the playoff. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> too, so it was, um, I think it's, it's really good for for everyone, mm -hmm. and it's it's really fair because he made an insane season. Me too. So it, it's a really good way to to determine who is the the player of the year. And I also expect that there's some uh, kind of I don't know if it's a trophy or what, but I expect both of us, even the winner and the loser, get something because this is huge. So mm -hmm. I, I'm really. I'm really, I really, I have a lot of hype uh, about this, so it's really good. <laughs> well, speaking of hype, you know, you reached the, the quarterfinals of uh, GP Stockholm to get to this point, to get to the playoff right here. But, uh, Seth, as I'm sure you, you were very aware when you were watching this, uh, a semifinals appearance would have actually just given you the player of the year title outright, Luis. Uh, how did you feel after that event? What was, your, what was going through your mind? Well, uh, a part of me... Uh, feels like it was a tough match in the quarterfinal, but inside me, I, I feel like it, this is the, the way that it must be, because I don't know how to explain, but it was a bit unfair that I won that match and becomes player of the year. I, I think the, the, the best way is in a playoff, so it, it was like sad 
in, in a part, but really happy about making the top eight because I went to Stockholm to, to reach the top eight and I did it. So I, I felt really, really happy about that. Um, well, here we are. <laughs> well, and so uh, on that note, I have a question for both of you. And, and Seth, you can start. What does it feel like to be part of Magic History as, as only the second playoff ever? Well, it feels, it will feel better if I win the playoff, but um, <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I don't think people are going to, like, people don't remember Guillaume Matignon in the same way that they remember Brad Nelson from that, from the playoff, yeah. you know, the last playoff, right? So, um, you know, I, that being said, it's, it's really cool. Like the chances of this happening are very small, obviously, being it's the only second time that it's happened. And the fact that it that this has kind of felt like a drawn out thing where it's kind of spilled into the next season is kind of it's kind of given us this this thing to work towards and work towards and work towards. It's kind of made me prepare hard more more rigorously for some of these events that I've been playing when maybe I would have, as Louise said, maybe take some time off or done this or that. It's there's always something to work toward and for the past however long it's been the player of the year for me. Okay. Luis, how about you? Well, I think the, the title of player of the year is like, uh, besides Hall of Fame, it's either find the title like one of the three biggest accomplishments, being one, winning a Pro Tour, winning a World Championship, and being player of the year. So, uh, I love to be that. Mm. And I also said to Seth one time that you cannot have like three t three things in one year. He has the <laughs> Pro Tour, the Hall of Fame, and it's like impossible to be player of the year. Also, but <laughs> he, he can be player of the year next year. So <laughs> this is like the nicest trash talk. This is real. This is really nice trash talk. Like, it's like I, no, it, it would need a really a lot for me to win. Nobody remembers Guillaume. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing, is, I, I will be like super happy even if I lose mm -hmm. because I'm. I'm kind of a newcomer in the pro scene because sure. like three years ago, I was hoping like praying to qualify to the pro tour again. And mm -hmm. uh, now I'm here. So it's really huge. Even if I lose, I think I I'm feeling really happy. And of course, Seth also deserves the title because he's one of the best players and he proved that he's a, a master playing this, this game. So there's no <clears throat> bad results. Mm -hmm. Of course, it would be better, better to win, but if I lose, it will be really good also. So I, I'm happy with both sounds. Cool. I, I, w I will say that I will have more supporters there cheering for me, so I'm hoping that that works in my favor. <laughs> I'm going to have my whole family there. Yeah. Um, oh, that, that, and, that, that's, that is true. You know, so I've, really I'm fun. trying to pull out all the strings I possibly can. Um, every bit of good karma. <laughs> every every yeah. bit of it. So... Neutral territory, like playing Latin America, like in <laughs> like in Mexico or even in Europe. Some, but the United States is is a bit better for you. Little little bit of home field advantage there. Well, hey, let, we've talked a little bit about you know your feelings on uh, getting here, but we're we're almost there, and we've got this special format uh, that we described at the top of the stream. It's that that no sideboard, best of seven, uh, four different standard decks. Uh, so what do you what do you guys think of the format? Let's start with Seth. Well, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I'm I've been testing for the Pro Tour, and so I've been figuring out the standard format, and just played the Grand Prix this past weekend. Had a decent result there, and 
But this is a little bit different. As you mentioned, there's no sideboards. There's free mulligans. And it's four decks, not just one. So I'm hoping... I'm, I am relying somewhat on my testing team to help me out with this one. And because I can't, I, I can't test four different decks extensively and prepare for the pro tour. Like I like playing just game ones. I have to prepare for two different tournaments effectively for, for this next weekend. So I'm trying not to stress out too much about it because I've never done this before. I don't think that there's ever been a, a tournament quite like this one in the history of magic, really. So I'm just going to hopefully some of it is going to be kind of spur of the moment decisions at the at at this event itself, which is kind of exciting to me. Like some of it's going to be preparation and some of it I know I'm going to have to adapt on the fly for. Luis, what about you? What do you think of the format? Well, I really like the format uh, because there's a few things that I like that one of them is like this standard looks really healthy right now. So picking four decks, there's no like an easy choice. So and we will need to play good games of Magic, playing probably all the colors uh, between the decks. So I think uh, no matter the deck choice was, it it will be a, a fair uh, playoff, you know. Um, if they decide to make a different format, could be like better if you have like, for example, the sets team is a bit better to analyze meta games and deck builds. Um, I think it, this format is really good because we will play good games of Magic no matter what. And also if there's one deck boosted, uh, you can only win one time with the deck. So I think I really like the, the format, but also I agree with said that it's a different uh, tournament. Also, you, you cannot even test in Magic Online. You have not free mulligans hands and that, that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's rough to test uh, this for this match and for the Pro Tour, but I think it will be fine. And also, I agree with said that uh, in the moment we, we will need to to adapt to the to the decks, to the choices. Um, it will be fun, I guess. Um, now you both kind of touched on it. How how has this event changed your testing regimen? How has it changed your approach? Let's start with Weath. Well, uh, I received a good offer from Sebastian Pozo yesterday. He 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 told me that okay, I will test against you the format, and if you win, I will give you five dollars. But if I win, I you give me ten dollars. <laughs> so I I, I have a, a good uh, contender to mm -hmm. the test. But you know, also I am playing a bunch of different decks in Magic Online and trying to think about the configuration. I think it it changed you the the way to think about the, the format, but you know the the games of Magic are the same. So mm -hmm. you need to, to know how to play the decks and how to expect the the opponent deck. So okay. I think it's it's different, but it's not too much different. Of course, it has deck building choices, but it will be okay, I guess. Okay, Seth, what about you? Are you doing anything special to prepare for this event? So for me, this particular tournament and event is more about rather it's it's more about theory crafting kind of like expectations thinking about Lu what Luis is going to do thinking about you know the decks how how they might change how how they might shift due to the format and talking with my team rather than just sitting and playing a bunch of game ones with different decks it's like a lot of me a a lot of my preparation has just been 
analyzing it, analyzing the format, and that's because I only my time is valuable, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm looking forward to playing games with with my testing team once I get to Atlanta. But I, I also think that as Luis pointed out, it's four different decks, so the most likely the most likely configuration is we're playing different decks of different colors and we can kind of make guesses okay there's one best red deck or there's there's one green black deck that's really good or there's one red blue deck that's really good or, or so on and so forth we can look at the meta games and kind of make educated guesses based on that as well so that's kind of where i'm coming at it from okay you know this is uh i Personally, I think this matchup is going to be one of the highlights of 2018 for Magic. I think it's so exciting that you two are playing. Uh, this playoff for Player of the Year, like we've said, it's happened once uh, prior to this in the history of Magic. Uh, let's talk about the past season. What was your favorite moment from this past season that got you here? Let's uh, let's start with Seth. So is this besides winning the Pro Tour or winning the Wii? I, I, think, I think we can all assume that winning a Pro Tour is... Winning a Pro Tour, yeah. sure. What, what, what yeah. after winning a Pro Tour? Yeah, because, I mean, winning the Pro Tour, it almost feels like two seasons ago for me right now because mm-hmm. it was really over a year ago. Yeah. Um, but I think that, for me, getting elected, just knowing that I was elected into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. I, I have not... It's it's kind of fully going to conclude once I'm... The, the, induction happen, the induction ceremony happens in Atlanta, but that's been something that I've been working towards this whole year and and this year the voting happened and uh, a lot of my peers had great things to say about me and it kind of boosts up your confidence it makes you think about your career in a different way and it's a really special you know accomplishment and so that is as Luis was saying it's one of those accomplishments that it only happens once in a lifetime you can only do that one time Mm -hmm. and so it's on par with kind of the player of the years the world championships the pro tour wins and it's it's something that you cannot just achieve with one tournament there's also longevity to it and so it's been something that's really been on the forefront of my mind i'm thinking about what am i going to say at the hall of fame what am i going to wear who am i going to (laughs) bring you know all of this really fun stuff and, and a lot of my friends are going to be there as well. So that's something I'm looking forward to and I'm happy about. Yeah. Have you started working on your speech yet? That is something I've thought about. I haven't actually written anything down yet, mm-hmm. but I've, I'm kind of working towards it. Yeah. Luis, what about you? Favorite moment from this past season, other than, of course, winning a pro tour? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Uh, I think it was when I reached the, the player of the year first place because uh, when I won the the winning in, in Stockholm, like I felt, okay, I'm uh, in <laughs> in the first place. So even if it's tied, it means that nobody beside us uh, won that many pro points so of course it's similar to what Seth said of course it was about the the Hall of Fame but in an entire season you need to do the things really well to reach the first place so I realized that I was in there and it was like a unique moment because a few years ago if someone talked to me about this I, I couldn't believe that so it's insane for me and as I said I, I it's been like only less than three years than I'm playing Pro Tours. So 
that moment was was great. That that's why also I didn't care about losing the the quarterfinal because I went to to find that and I got it. So it was like the best moment I think after winning the Pro Tour. Uh, now, without giving away your secrets, uh, we don't we don't need to know your tech or what decks you're on or anything. But what what do you think about standard right now, uh, Seth? We'll start with you. I mean, I think we touched on the fact that it is a pretty diverse meta game. There's a lot of different decks, and there's no clear cut. Oh, this is the best deck. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, I think it's really going to be a fun tournament. Both the Pro Tour and our battle before the Pro Tour. It's we're going to be showcasing a bunch of different decks at a very similar power level. And that's not something that I can, I've been able to say very recently. And it's something that's hard to do it. Like power levels of cards can shift dramatically. And so to be able to say going into the pro tour with honesty that I, I don't know what I'm playing at the pro tour, because I know, I know that there's, there are these decks that are a very similar power level and I think that at that point it becomes more about metagaming, what are other people going to play, and then specific card choices. Like, you know this deck is good, but maybe you are able to make a couple changes, and it's it's small percentage points, which means that it's a pretty good spot to be in. Maybe there's a broken deck out there, and I'll be eating my words, <laughs> but it seems doubtful. All right, Luis? Yeah, I, I think pretty much the same because it looks like the beta game is really open right now. Uh, of course, in the Pro Tour, we will figure out if it's a deck uh, like better than the others. But at this time, you can play any kind of strategies. You have like monocolor decks doing well in pretty much each color. Well, not mono black, I guess, but the rest, you can play mono monocolor. And a few days ago, we had the five colors control deck with <laughs> Leech Mastery. And today, I, I run a league with that, to be honest. How did, uh, how did that go? Two and three. But I made a lot of mistakes. I didn't even know. You are not all on Trazi, sir. That's, no that's one a else tough can deck play, play that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I just build the deck and play the league. But I, I had a ton of fun because the deck is really good. And I won some sweet games. So I think it's a really healthy format. And as, a, as Seth said, uh, it will be our battle. It will be a fair battle, I guess. So I'm happy with that. Also because... I'm more confident about my play than in my deck choices or deck building. Mm -hmm. So I really like, and for the Pro Tour, we can expect any kind of deck to be the, the best one. And I will bet that we will, we will have a really different um, top eight. So we will not have like four or five in the same deck. Mm -hmm. So, well, of course, there can be surprises, but I bet that so I really like the, how is this format right now. So I like it. Good. All right, so after the, uh, the Player of the Year playoff, uh, both of you will actually be heading to GP Liverpool. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and we heard a little bit before the show, you're actually going to be playing on the same team at that event. Yes, we want to prove to the people that even if we fight for the best title, <laughs> we can be friends also, and we will play together also with another friend from Peru, the captain, Francisco Cifuentes, and I think it's a really good uh, thing to do, and I'm really happy about uh, sharing a team with Seth. Yeah, being from the being from the U.S., I have not had the privilege of being 
the captain of the World Magic Cup yet throughout my career because it's so hard to do, and it almost means you have to win the Player of the Year to do it. Um, so I'm excited for that, and then Liverpool kind of works well with my travel to play in that also, and I, I realized that kind of in a, in a spot where Luis already had he was looking for a third and I was looking for one for, for a team and there's no better, like it's team unified modern. So there's no player that I'd rather have, honestly, based on results. And <laughs> Louis like, he won a pro tour in modern. He tied me, um, for the player of the year in modern. So yeah, I feel I'm feeling good about my chances, uh, in that particular tournament. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. That's going to be one stacked team. At GP Liverpool, it's so. all right. <laughs> and also, also, I played with Francisco and another friend from Argentina, Pedro de Diego, in Grand Prix Madrid, and it was also three us modern mm -hmm. that we end up losing the finals. Oh. so yeah, we we have a lot of like success in in modern trios also, and also it, it was thanks to to Carlos Romao and to Wizards because they hired Carlos for the Comic-Con and they, that opened the, the slot in our team. So it said it's a good replace for Carlos. So like you said, it, it was just meant to be. Yep, absolutely. Just the way things were supposed to be. <laughs> well, thank you two for joining us today. Um, good luck first in uh, GP Atlanta and then uh, good luck the following week with the Player of the Year playoff and at the Pro Tour. And uh, people can tune in and watch that on twitch.tv slash magic. So yep. definitely tune in for that. It's going to be a pretty cool uh, playoff, not, not something that you see every day. Yep, so, so. GP Atlanta yes. starts this weekend. The Player of the Year playoff again starts Thursday the 8th at noon local time, which is Eastern Standard Time uh, in Atlanta, uh, on twitch.tv slash magic. Yeah, exactly. Same channel you're watching this show. Right now. Yeah, yep. right now. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you guys so for much. joining Good us. Luck. Good luck. Yeah. And thanks, everyone at home, for watching. Thank you. We'll see you next week.